What's going on, ladies and gents? Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com, and today I have special guest Jason Deere on the line. I met him at the Million Pound Mission event a few months back, and we really hit it off because he's just a smart, bright guy. He's super intelligent. He has his own supplement company, The Ultra Human, and he spoke at that event on nootropics, um, different supplements, different cognitive enhancement drugs and compounds, and I just really wanted to get him on the podcast and pick his brain about you know, different compounds, the supplement industry as a whole, and just things that people can do to optimize as a human. So without further ado, sit back, relax, enjoy this podcast, learn something, apply it to your life, and enjoy. Jason Deere. And Jason, we're live. How are you, man? Good, my man. How are you? I'm doing wonderfully well. We met for the first time at the Adams event, um, Million Pound Missions event, and you were yeah. speaking, you were there to speak on different nootropics, different supplements, um, just mm-hmm. deep dive into all kinds of that, but I'd love to, to kind of learn more about you. We hit it off because I appreciated your entrepreneurship and your just de- attention to detail. Everything you were saying, everything you were doing was like top flight, high quality, so I kind of want to peel the layers back and kind of dive into what got you into this space in the first place and kind of just what's going on in your head all the time because I feel like you've got a million things going on all at once. <laughs> That's perfect. And man, I'm a totally transparent, open book, so you can fire away on anything you want. And it was uh, it was definitely a pleasure meeting you as well. I think uh, I think like minds always connect, you know, when you have uh, two people that are very transparent and sort of have the same mission statement and philosophy when it comes to uh, products, brands, and uh, humankind. I think that's why you and I connected. So uh, it's great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm honored to have you on here. Uh, so, so kind of like, what got you interested in human optimization in the first place, man? Like, was this something that you were just innately born with? Like, you just popped out the womb wanting to be the best human possible, or what was the the tipping point? <laughs> uh, it's kind of it's kind of a unique story. It was a, a hybrid of two different things. Um, you know, I was born in England and I grew up there, and in England, sports and sort of like the whole conglomerate of like bodybuilding, weightlifting, Olympic lifting performance. It's just not what it is in the US. So I really, I really grew up looking up to like US athletics mm-hmm. and sports. Um, and I was just sort of always really impressed by people's ability to physically and mentally perform at such a high level. Um, so I started studying stuff at a very, very young age. I was about nine years old when I really got the knack. Bought a pair of dumbbells. I actually wanted a pair of dumbbells for Christmas. And uh, my parents literally gave us two dumbbells and split them, gave one to me and one to my sister. That was kind of the <laughs> beginning of it, right? Um, that was the beginning of my sports performance career at nine. But uh, while that was going on, my grandmother had MS. She had a lot of physical uh, medical ailments. And so what happened was is I got really vested in the medicinal side of things um, when it came to human nutrition, body physiology, medical sciences, kinesiology, all of this stuff, and uh, eventually went to Ohio State as pre-med when I moved to the U.S. and uh, started studying more of the medicinal background. And when you merge kind of sports performance with medicinal background, you end up where I am, you know, making products that can sort of better people's lives in some way. So it was an inspiration of, uh, of actual true uh, sort of healing therapy mindset mixed with how do we get people to just perform better. And enhance their lives. I love it. I feel like there's always this um, like shade of gray that exists between you know supplementation, uh, natural remedies, and you know formal 
uh, medication. I feel like knowing where that line is is always difficult because they all kind of blend together in some form or fashion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You're right. It is It is kind of a mix, I think. Like, you know, when you think about the concept of a lot of products out there, like even using greens and probiotics and uh, turmerics, uh, things like that, like or ashwagandhas, people are sort of using Ayurvedic herbs for like therapeutical reasons, right? Um, to kind of enhance them from a medicinal standpoint, whether it's a better sleep at night or joint pain or inflammation or whatever that might be. But then you've also got the uh, other side of it where people are just like, I want to boost my cognition, you know, or I want to run faster or recover quicker, you know, using amino acids or whatever that may be. So there's definitely that kind of middle, it's not, it's not quite black and white. And I think both people can benefit, both different types of people can benefit different ways. Totally agree. When I was really young, I read this book about, um, uh, just different remedies of a shaman in the Amazon rainforest. And it was, I was amazed at how, how, knowledgeable these people were these primitive people were about using just the resources they had at hand like growing in the trees to have a profound impact on their health and i feel like for the past several years we've just gone so much the other direction and you know leveraged lab the laboratories and and, you know man-made medications but i feel like we're kind of at this weird point where we're starting to resort back to things that are totally in in nature and that's kind of exciting to see it really is. Like, I think, I mean, there's, you know, it can go a little bit far. I think some of it's gone a little bit too far, right? But with people going to, you know, consistent ayahuasca trips every weekend, yeah. <laughs> trying to sort of heal, right? But I do think that there's so much in just natural nature organically that can really help us heal, um, both physically, mentally, and consciously. Um, I think there's a ton of therapeutics out there um, we're sort of discovering just organically. Uh, whether it's body alkalinity or, um, you know, even just helping get a restful night's sleep. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think we've gone kind of back to nature. It's funny how things have gone full circle. Everything was kind of natural and organic. You know, in England, they don't use, they use very, very little artificial stuff. You yeah. know, a lot of the world they do. It's all, The U.S. is just so bombarded with just shit, you know? I mean, when it comes to artificial colors, flavoring, sweetening, like all the GMOs, all of the, just stuff that's processed foods. And now you see like this big wave, which people didn't think was real 20 years ago. Now you're starting to see this is huge boom in organic foods, non-GMOs, um, just really, really clean functioning foods. Um, and even in basic day-to-day places like Walmart, Meyer, Kroger, like all these places sell stuff now, which are clean aisles, as I call them, and frozen sections where you can get good food. And, uh, we're finding you know, just more basic foods to be a lot better. For, yeah, uh, for our bodies. I feel like prioritizing, you know, the nutrient density and quality of the food far and above is is priority over any type of supplementation or medication for, you know, most cases. Um, but yeah. it's cool for people like you and I that are trying to get to, I'm, I'm always looking at things through the lens of like an 80-20 analysis. And I feel like, you know, having a whole food, good, you know, preferably ketogenic diet is going to be most people's 80% right there. But when you kind of really dive deeper into really finding that that last 20%, that last 10% and optimizing, you know, really diving deep into supplementation and really seeing what can have, like what lever you can pull to really make a difference is, is exciting. It really is, I think. And uh, there's something I kind of skipped over a second ago, which is you were talking about things that are out in the Amazon jungle. Like there really are amazing uh, things out there in this world that exist. Um, I'm actually working on a product right now that is a complete organic food 
And it is the most unbelievable performance enhancer. I can't even explain to you what this stuff could do. And it's literally just found on a mountain. It's just sitting out there. So, and there's nothing being done with it. It has not been genetically modified or fucked with in any way, you know? So it's, um, it's pretty clean. And it says a lot about what you can use out there that is sort of fits in the line of a supplement, right? Cause it's not something you would eat for a meal, but it is technically whole food. Um, and so you kind of have that middle gray area. So I think if you combine, I think the ideal performance sort of protocol in life um, is to have just a really great diet combined with, um, you know, sort of like these whole foods that exist on the earth that are sort of, you know, in that gray area with supplements. And then if you want to supplement as well, you know, get some really great supplementation, um, good quality products made from a reputable company. And I think you, you have a pretty good um, balance. It's kind of um, hard to fully for... just optimize. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, I feel like it's hard for a lot of consumers out there that, I mean, there, there's just so much noise in the supplement industry. I mean, it's not regulated at all. It's kind of like the Wild West of, you know, what you can get and buy at the store. So, I mean, what would you say as someone that's been in the industry for a while, kind of where would where would you point people to prioritize, you know, their, their focus when it comes to trying to reach that last 20%, the last 10%? as far as supplementation goes, like where are they going to get the most bang for their buck, so to speak? Um, I mean, when it comes to supplements, obviously, like I own a company, we're not stranger to that. I own a company called Ultra Human. I'm not necessarily plugging my own products, but we're very particular about our transparency and what we do as a company, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is a good reflection of any brand out there. So I think if you do uh, your due diligence and research on what you're really looking for first before going out shopping for a product, that's what's going to serve you the best. So, you know, if you were going to buy a protein, for example, I would do the research on what you want. Do you want a dairy-based protein? Do you want a vegetable-based protein? Like, what's really going to suit you? And then, you know, do you want something that's a, a lower calorie or do you want something that's higher in fiber because you have digestive issues or something that's maybe infused with uh, probiotics or whatnot? Kind of do a little bit of the research before going out and just walking into a store. Um, it's a pain in the ass to do. Like, there aren't good resources out there because there's no funding for it. Right. You know, everything in all of the money comes from the company. So the companies fund everything. So why would we, there is no sort of one journal that you can go to or one newsletter or something that's unbiased. Everything's pretty much fucking biased, to be honest with you. Um, but things to look for, like with Ultra Human, for example, with my brand, we we do post, uh, you know, certificate of analysis on all of our products. We're happy to send them directly to you. That's a pretty good white flag as far as a company goes. Uh, you can actually talk to us uh, every order that goes out we put a cell phone number of a representative and then you can call the cell phone of say jonathan or whoever maybe is you know working as a representative that day and you can reach out to them and ask them any questions you want so i think when you can build a connection like a human connection with a company uh they they probably have a lot less to hide yeah. uh, versus companies that are just blasting stuff out on the internet and just really have no recourse of customer service or quality and integrity Totally agree. Ask a lot of questions. Guys, if you're buying supplements, ask a lot of questions. I know it's exhausting, but if you don't do it, you're just pissing money down the drain, ultimately. Because there's not really any auditing system in place for a lot of these supplements, right? I mean, you, I mean, there's there's such a, like with food, for instance, I mean, you can have a nutrition label on the food product, and you pretty much have a 20% leeway one way or the other as to the accuracy of that label. Whereas with supplements, I mean, is there any regulation whatsoever, or is it just totally you know, up for grabs. Oh, it's regulated. It is regulated? regulated to a degree. So here's the plus and minuses of the, the regulation of supplements. The FDA does regulate the facilities that the supplements are made in. And if you if your products are made in a legitimate facility, in a GMP-tested facility, 
it is FDA inspected as far as the quality of it and that they will spot test ingredients. They can do this. They can check uh, certain ingredients with a label. This is a fact. They can do this, right? The problem isn't that. The problem is the formulation of stuff. Mm. So who's to say somebody just doesn't put 800 milligrams of caffeine in something and now it's just excessive? Who's to say that somebody's not putting other questionable stuff in there? So the FDA does inspect the facility and the process of the manufacturing, but they do not step in on the actual dietary supplement itself. And that's where the fucking problem is. And it's a huge problem. So if companies do not have good formulations or they're not particular, you can really get hurt off this stuff. Yeah, I feel like, I mean... Or screwed, yeah. one or the other. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's one thing I do like about your product line is like the the thought given to what's actually inside the bottle you're buying is is there. I mean, a lot of companies just throw a bunch of branch chain amino acids in a canister, slap a cool label on there and call it good, whereas you've got you know, the branch chains, you've got the amino acid, you've got the essential amino acid, you've got everything in there at the right ratio, and you're not, you know, skimping it and putting a bunch of filler in there, and there's no, you know, artificial sweeteners. Like, it's a good quality product, and I feel like that really illustrates the level of integrity you have as a person and a brand. And I feel like if people are paying, you know, a premium for a, a product, they should get what they're paying for. Yeah. There are kind of two common questions when you look for a supplement. Why did you do that? And do I need that? And like, they're kind of one of the same, but different. And the reason I say this is like, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go kind of go into this amino acid. For example, like we make a product called amino code underneath the old treatment brand. You guys can check this out too. It's at theultrahuman.net. So it's a website, theultrahuman.net. And if you go check out amino code, number one is there are actually 12 amino acids plus sustenance. So what I did was, is I actually basically, it's like reverse engineered muscle tissue. Like if you were to take an amino acid, what would be the ideal compromised uh, components and ratios of these amino acids? Realistically, to build human muscle tissue, and to recover faster, you want those ratios to be identical to human muscle when you think about it, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of companies, that's what we do. And then we have some additional amino acids thrown on there, which help with training and recovery. But what a lot of companies do is they just use basic primitive branch chain ratios. And what they're not educating consumers on is that they can actually have a negative side effect. So there's published medical research right now showing that a four to one to one ratio of branch chains can actually lead to insulin resistance. I mean, think about that, Robert. A four to one to one ratio of amino acids can actually lead to negative side effects. And we and don't think about pretty that. pretty common. I mean, that, that's the ratio you see in a lot of branch chain supplements. You see in a lot of it, yeah. Two to one to one is good. Three to one to two is good. And then using a human muscle tissue formula like what we have, like it's, it's excellent. It's definitely creme de la creme. But there's a sort of a method behind the madness, right? Uh, if you look at things like artificial colors, like any of our products, like the coloring in them is great. It's completely natural. Why do we do that? Because it's a better product. And do what? why do we need the artificial stuff? It exists. We made an orange. If you've seen our orange amino, it's bright orange. It looks amazing. But we don't use anything artificial. And the only reason companies use artificial coloring is because of cost. The technology exists. I tell everybody this. The technology exists in supplementation to literally move mountains. We just don't want to go there so that's why i started the company I have now is i'm like no i'm putting a stop to this we can make products that taste like a nine or ten out of ten we can make products that look bright orange with completely natural we can make products that mix instantly without so many flow agents in them 
Um, we can make products that have human muscle tissue ratio. Like, why not? Now, when you look at the cost, these amino acids cost five times as what normal amino acid costs. But if we sell it direct to the public, I mean, we sell these all day long for 89 bucks. It's not that expensive. Call the middleman out. So there's a whole load of potential of, of stuff that could be done out there. You know, I'm one of those people that believes that they could come out with an iPhone 15 right now, but they won't. They will do 10, then 11, then 12, and slowly work their way up to it. So you keep buying more phones, right? But the technology does exist. So keep that in the back of your mind. Um, companies that care, they will go there. They will give you a premium product. Yeah, that's a, that's a, an interesting point. And so much of it stems on, you know, the profit margins. I see now that I'm in the food product business myself, I mean, I see so many companies putting out, you know, the everyday generic you know, keto bar. I see it all the time, man. There's so many keto bars out there that are just using the same protocol. They all have the same shape, same dimension, same ingredients because it's cheaper. They just outsource it out and it goes to just a, a big production company and they don't have any oversight on quality control and it's just substandard. That's why I've fought to keep everything in-house. I make much less of a margin than these other companies do, but I can go to sleep at night knowing that I'm putting out a quality product and I don't have to worry about, you know, selling myself or my my audience short because i know it's the best that it can possibly be yeah yeah a lot of companies they don't you know the other thing is i think if you get to know a company see what their philosophy is like that's a huge thing like you and your philosophy with keto savage and like what i do with all human like we have like a very high level of integrity like it's not about just going out there making money um we sort of have this kind of trademarked purpose over profits slogan now yeah what we do um we do a lot of charitable contribution work with the brand but we're also like really about connecting with people like what's the purpose of the brand to enhance people's lives we want to put good shit out like so many keto products i, I would say 95 97 of keto products don't even have ketones in them or they're not really legitimately keto friendly uh, when it comes to supplements and when it comes to the bars which is more your segment um i mean you make a really exceptional product but that's kind of the rare and, you know, I wish more companies would follow that, but they don't. It's just more shit, more shit, more junk, more crap. Yeah, they can't stop. <laughs> it just never fails to surprise me, man. Like, rather than erring on the side of high quality, they'll try and educate and mislead the market to bend the rules basically in their favor. I mean, if you've got a product that has more grams of carbohydrates than it does dietary fat, then I don't care what kind of formula you use to digress and show how you can subtract all these ingredients to get up with your net carbs like it's just simply not a keto product i mean period yep it's not and that's it you know we just the consumers are just misled it's like low carb is keto well then water is keto right yeah like this coffee table i'm looking at is keto the paper is keto like yeah. it's just gone too far but this is kind of where we're at totally it's well, educa educating consumers dive into into the nootropic side of things man you've got you've got a nootropic supplement that i've been using since i got the sample of it at the at the event and mm -hmm. i like it a lot it's like a really clean source of energy i feel like you know I've, i think probably most people are guilty of this but you get in this this cycle of just over consuming caffeine and like energy drinks and after a while, you start to notice that you drink energy drinks and you get more tired, and it kind of defeats the purpose. So I, I've cycled down on those, and I've kind of tried to switch to a cleaner source of energy. And your nootropic has has that effect. I don't I don't feel more lethargic by taking it. 
Yeah, it's different different type of thing. I mean, a little bit of background on, on the nootropics. I actually went into nootro- the nootropic. It's called Tao or pronounced Tao by some people for like Taoism. And um, the flow state, you know, mm-hmm. the idea of it was that I just hated nootropics. I went into making a nootropic because I hated nootropics. There's really only two types of nootropics I think really existed. One was the over-the-counter nootropics. And for those of you that are listening that aren't familiar with nootropics, the idea of them is that they're cognitive performance enhancers. That's kind of the nootropics is sort of like the fad word for it, but it's, uh, it really just means cognitive enhancement product for mental performance, right? So um, there were two types. One is that's over-the-counter that really doesn't do a lot. And at the end of the day, I've tried so many of them, and I was just, they all underperform. So we can go take something, but we don't really get an actual physiological effect off of it or something that's noticeable within one shot. The second side is using like the drugs, basically, like people using Adderall, Ritalin, um, people using uh, all the Racetam family of product. Modafinil's taken a huge surge. So many people are on that. Uh, Provigil, all this stuff. And this shit's hard on you. I mean, Modafinil is an anti-narcoleptic drug. Like we're doing anti-narcoleptic drugs now. Mm-hmm. We don't even really know how it even works. We only speculate how it tells you anything. And this is what we're doing. We're staying awake for 24 to 36 hours straight. And this is happening to a lot of the younger generation that are between the ages of 18 and 30. And they're just pounding these drugs. Uh, or they're going to the store and trying to buy something that's a replacement for it, but then they don't get the effect. So the idea of Tau was to make a clean nootropic that was safe enough to sell over the counter, but has an actual physiological effect um that can you will notice the first time you try it the second time you try it the third time you try it you need to try a you know dose between one to two tablets first thing in the morning robert you wake up take one tablet or if you're a larger or more experienced individual you can take two and it'll put you in a clear free-flowing focused state where you can be stimulated but still creative and calm uh for around seven to eight hours so it's um and you don't get crash off of it you don't get jitters off of it you don't get uh, um, deoxygenation, which is what's common with high stims or high caffeine products, and uh, you just feel good on it. And it's a it's a pretty healthy product to take too. Can, so, can you uh, dive novel. into that that deoxygenation? Because I, I I don't think anybody's talking about that. And that that makes a lot of sense now that I hear you say it. But can you dive into the biochemistry there a little bit? Yeah, in simplistic form, when you take a lot of stims, uh, when you take a lot of caffeine, for example, it causes like vasoconstriction. And it can actually cause uh, the brain to receive a lot less oxygen. So even though we're taking a CNS, like a central nervous system stimulant, uh, with caffeine that can sort of boost your energetics, it's not—it's actually preventing oxygen to reach into the brain at the same time. So there are some studies showing that 400 milligrams of caffeine, which is what's in like a large Starbucks, for example, can actually cause up to 30% less oxygenation to the brain. Um, in some cases. So in my opinion, even if it's not 30, even if it's five or 10, it's definitely making you wired, but it's not really letting you breathe. If you think about it. So, um, we licensed something called Chromadex pure energy, which is a caffeine co-crystal bonded to terastorbine. So it creates like a long half-life caffeine and we put a minimal amount in there. And then we also include venpocetine in the product, which actually vasodilates and actually helps increase oxygenation to the brain. So it offsets uh, any negative effects from the caffeine. Gotcha. That makes so um, much sense. I mean, when people think about it, like if you're training and you're taking a whole bunch of caffeine that's common in these pre-workouts, then, I mean, that's the last thing you want. You don't want to restrict your, your blood flow right before you work out. 
Yeah, I mean, like what's happening with pre-workout size that they're adding things like arginine and they're adding things like citrulline and beta-alanine and some of them are adding like the vinpostines and ginkgo bilobas and things like that to uh, increase the oxygenation. So I think pre-workouts sort of have that balance. I don't think nootropics do, yeah. especially the high-caffeine nootropics. I think some of these things like using some ginkgo or vinpostine is really, really important, especially when it comes to mental function. Gotcha. You know, But I think to make a good nootropic, you really have to have a whole holistic approach. So I, I don't know, like Robert, I don't know if your clientele that listens to this is more like, you guys are more geeked out and, and like hearing more about this, but we certainly have like an FAQ section and an ingredient section on the website. And you can see everything we use. We use a certified like USDA organic green tea. We use actual whole green tea, alpha GPC. We use hoopazine. We use the right amount of hoopazine, which is actually a low amount because if you use too much, you can get down regulation. Um, we use N-acetyltyrosine, which is a highly absorbable form of it. And then we use uh, theanine and some other bells and whistles too. It makes a very, very well-rounded cognitive performance enhancer. This is just slapping two or three ingredients together and just selling them online. That's yeah. not what we're in the game for doing, you know? Yeah, I feel like everything needs to have kind of a symbiotic nature and how it works within the body or else you're just going to, you know, you're going to have the jitters, you're going to have the crash and it just leaves you with a bad feeling about it all. Yeah, exactly. What about exactly. this like massive upsurge in... Uh, you know, like the CBD products, the, you know, cannabis products. I mean, I think that's kind of definitely the hype right now as you see more states legalizing this stuff. I mean, I'd, I'd be keen to get your your take on all of that. Uh, yeah, very unregulated. I mean, I don't think most of the CBD products are consistent, nor do they really test out. It's a common issue right now. People are just throwing them together. These manufacturers are so busy making CBDs, and the market is really, really flooded. So if you get a CBD please get a really good brand, get something that's regulated. Um, there are three common types of CBDs. If you're thinking about trying it or if you're already using it, one is uh, an isolate CBD, one is a full spectrum, and one is a broad spectrum. I believe broad spectrum is the best because uh, the full spectrum has THC in it a little bit, um, and the isolate just doesn't absorb as well without terpenes in it. So I would strongly recommend getting broad spectrum. Uh, my company, Ultra Human, we do make... CBDs. We make excellent, very, very high-grade, organic, broad-spectrum CBDs. Um, if you go to the website, theultrahuman.net, you'll actually see them on there. And we make 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 milligram. Highly recommend them. Uh, we make them in a state-of-the-art facility. They're out of Tennessee. Um, we have everything from insurance on it to quality regulations, certificate analysis on it. So we know that what we're making is really, really good. And then we also recently launched the Cubby Bear Pet CBD brand, too. Uh, so we make two different flavors of... Uh, dog CBDs, too. So if you guys have a uh, a uh, fur baby at home, um, we can certainly uh, nurture them with some CBDs too. And that just calms them down, basically. Uh, um, yeah, dogs that use CBDs, especially like all the dogs. They, I say, I mean, obviously, dogs have different ages depending on the breed of dog. But I would say middle aged onwards. A lot of dogs notice a really great effect when it comes to their mood, sleep, um, appetite, general health. Uh, overall, um, they tend to to just seem like in a better mood too and have less joint inflammation when they're, they're out playing. So I highly recommend it. I don't think for younger dogs, CBDs will do a lot. And you get some um, for Jack, and, a Crystal's dog, that thing's a little spaz, always barking and yip-yapping everybody that walks yeah, in the you door. You can try it. I do not recommend it in any circumstances using a full spectrum for dogs. I think any company that is making a full spectrum that has THC in it is out of their fucking mind. Yeah. Um, those products should be taken off the market immediately. I do not believe you should give anything that's THC 
in a product to a dog or cat for sure. Um, so uh, stick with the broad spectrum for dogs or worst situation you use an isolate because that doesn't have any THC in it. But if a dog is young, just remember, like Robert, they are dogs. Like at the end of the day, like dogs bark. I think people sort of expect like a miracle. Like, oh, my dog barks all the time. It's two years old. I'm going to give it some pet CBDs and it's going to stop barking. Like it's a dog. Like, yeah. It's going to bark. Like your dog is going to run around and be crazy if it's a puppy. Like let it run around and be crazy. It's We're not here to like drug dogs. We're here to enhance a dog's life too. So okay. I think the, the concept is uh, dogs say past the age of six or seven especially when they get to the age of like eight, nine can just have the most profound effect um, with using the CBDs. Like I like our cubby bear CBD that we have, we sell them for 34 bucks and 34 and 85, I think. And they, um, the feedback that we get um, from animal lovers that give it to the dogs is profound. My dog is like acting like my dog acted five years ago. Um, seems so much happier. eats all their food runs up and down the stairs now. So uh, if you have a if you have a dog out there, I strongly recommend giving a shot. And just what? so you know, too, again, not to pitch my brand, but we offer money-back guarantee on all of our products. So if you did buy some Cubby Bear CBD and it didn't have an effect with your dog, give you money back. It's worth a shot. Yeah, totally. What about in humans? Like what's, I mean, I've tried, I have said, I've had several companies reach out and, you know, let me sample their CBD products and maybe I'm just biased against that. I'm not sure, but I, I can never tell a difference i don't even know what i'm looking for but i can never have a tangible uh change in mood or you know recovery um i don't know if it's just because it's been isolates but i've tried the full spectrum i mean what am i looking for like who is the perfect candidate for a quality cbd product i guess um you should get uh somewhat of an effect off the cbd it's nothing insane it's not like you're smoking a joint or something which is what people tend to think that they're taking like a drug and they're not um so if you do get a quality cbd like we make a 3000 milligram cbd it's pretty strong you do one dropper of that before you go to bed you will notice that you will sleep a lot better and feel much calm and less anxiety you wake up the next day and feel pretty refreshed so um, I believe like quality CBDs is, is really the way to go first out of the gate. Second of all, as far as the type of person, um, I don't think it really matters. I think that uh, if you're getting the right CBD, you could benefit from it. If you do suffer from uh, anxiety or depression, um, or if you're a person that does have a lot of inflammation or digestive issues, I think any of those, it can help. Um, and I strongly recommend giving them a shot. Um, they're just great for health. I know a lot of people that use them even like post-workout just to kind of relax a little bit and help with their recovery. I think it's pretty good there. Is it Keep similar? in mind too that you do need a high amount. Yeah, I talked to Danny about that actually um, because uh, a, lot of, a lot of people are underdosing it. You know, five milligrams is not really going to do a lot. So you need to, you need to be really using you know, in the, the 50 milligram range and up, which would be if you were buying CBD gummies, it would be like 10 gummies a day. As long as they're THC free, our three thousand milligram is hundred milligrams a shot. Um, when you put one dropper full, we have people that are doing like two or three dropper fulls a day, so they're doing about two three hundred milligrams CBD a day. Like you will notice an effect at that point. It's pretty gotcha. potent. It's not like something that your body would build up a tolerance to and then depend upon, like like a melatonin or something, right? No, not really. But I think that I think every product should be cycled. I don't care what it is. There, there's research out there with people doing paracetam for 10 years, people doing creatine for 10 years with like no down regulation at all or very little. Like they will get back to normalized states within 14 days. 
I still believe that you should cycle everything. I don't care what it is, even if it's just flavors, because your body's your body can eventually just kind of adapt a little bit to in a little bit can adapt to things. So just switch stuff up, even face wash, even hand wash. Um, you know, if you just look at homeostasis and equilibrium, like your body does eventually adapt to things. So I think that uh, it could just be a healthy healthy thing to do to cycle off for a week or two off of CBDs okay. uh, and even nootropics. I recommend people like use towel. I it's a 30 day supply, but what I would do is actually get a box of towel and you could just do it five days a week if you wanted to six days a week. The box lasts you a lot longer to take one or two days off when you don't really need it. It's a good point. It's a good point of all the nootropic supplements out there now. What, what's got you excited? I mean, you kind of alluded to one that you're working on currently. I don't know if you're at Liberty to, to go into that, but just on a high level view, kind of what, where are you focusing your efforts now? So the product we have now called Tau is a is a really, really absolute knock it out of the park nootropic. But I'm building a product right now that is definitely within the nootropic market. I can't, can't really speak about it a lot, unfortunately. Still early stages, but it should be launching in maybe about seven or eight weeks. And it is, uh, it's along the lines of nootropics, but it's really a healthy product too. And um, <laughs> I wish I could say more, Robert, man. But uh, guys, keep your eye out for it. It's going to be posted on our website uh, here soon. It's a, it's a powdered version, and it's um, it's using the organic food ingredient I mentioned to you that's amazing for performance enhancement. But it's great for relaxation and also cognitive benefit too, and there's nothing really like it out there. So nice. uh, it's an extremely expensive product to make. It will be the most expensive product we have to make. We're making it in a very, very large batch so that we can keep our costs down and provide it to the public. But um, that's about all I can say on that right now. So gotcha. definitely stay peeled and we'll be sure to offer some sort of a code or something. Uh, if anybody's listening to this, that if you guys did want to pick up uh, any product, so even the new product when it's done that you can get a, a discount to Perfect. play Perfect. around with it. What, uh, do you know much? Like, have you been kind of on the, you know, on, have the pulse on the market for the beta hydroxybutyrate supplements, both the esters and the salts? Like, have you kind of dove into that research at all? Yeah, I like, I like BHB products. I mean, I make it, ketone product right now that's a bhb product um i like them i'm a fan of them i think that they work i think at the end of the day if you're using the right amount and you're using actual bhb salts i think that they do work uh which is why we use them i think the problem is, is most ketone products do not actually have ketones in them uh so you know a lot of them are just using like low carb and uh, this isn't things like the bars i'm talking about specifically powders people are making like a ketone shake but there's not really any ketones in it. it's just keto friendly Versus mm -hmm. like actually helping getting you into ketosis, like uh, what you would have with the keto brick, which is like a really high fat product, right? Um, or using actual BHB salts. So I'm a big fan of them. Um, we use all four. We use the calcium, sodium, potassium, and magnesium. So it's a balanced ketone product. And then we do have some MCTs in it too. What's your take on that versus like the ester form? You know, I'm still looking into that, to be honest with you. Um, that's kind of more of a recent thing whether i think that it's a lot better or not i played so, around with them a little bit i've i've had a few people send me semesters and it definitely ramps up like like when i blood test afterwards i mean i get a higher spike in, in bhb from the esters for sure but it's just so much more expensive i guess it's just the production process yeah that's the question with some of this stuff i mean Think like way back when, you know, just basic creatine monohydrate was popular, right? People would say, well, you could take five grams of this. Well, this is a different type of creatine and it absorbs three times as much. 
Right. Right. But, or you could take a third of it and it absorbs better, but then it was like five times the cost and it doesn't really make sense. And if you're not getting stomach issues off of it, I'm talking about just, I'm not a cost value. I'm not sort of a cheap guy that I care about buying the product, buy what I really want to buy. Right. But at the end of the day, we have to look at sometimes when it comes to cost analysis, like, you know, is the Esther really that much better? Or are you just getting a, a quicker spike out of it? Yeah. Um, I see this a lot. I mean, I use N-acetyltyrosine um, within Tau and then the nootropic right now. But honestly, like I still love regular tyrosine in a really high amount with non, the non-N-acetyl version. And even though the N-acetyl version absorbs better, when you take a couple grams of tyrosine, you can fucking feel it, man. It will rock your world on an empty stomach. So we still have to kind of look at things from an analytical standpoint. I'm not trying to be super conservative about it. I just think both forms are really good and I, I sort of haven't concluded. I think the Est is probably better. But I just don't know if it's necessarily, you know, short term, long term better. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. What what are you, what are you doing like personally from like a nutritional standpoint? I know you've kind of played around with keto, um, but I know you eat just healthy overall. So like, what what are you kind of gravitating to on a personal level? Um, I'm really i I've been intermittent fasting my literally my whole life. Like, I don't do not eat breakfast. I've never eaten breakfast. I don't feel good on it per se. So I get up in the morning. I'll typically do uh, a tau. Sometimes I'll add a little bit of caffeine or do two taus in the morning. And then I'll do some amino acids to kind of get a little bit of aminos in me so I can sort of stop the catabolic state and provide my body some sort of nutrient. I will do some ketones in the morning, whether I'm doing a keto diet or not. And then I will float most of the day. I will do greens and probiotics in a completely empty stomach. That's been amazing for me. I highly recommend that to anybody, and most people don't do it. But if you get some really good greens powders, and you take some enzymes with it and some liver cleanses and some probiotics like all at the same time. It really could just kind of keep you in check. So I find most of my morning and afternoon to just almost be like a recovery cleansing period. And then um, I will just do uh, a little bit of food and go work out in the evening. And then post-workout, I will always do a really high dose of my amino code. And um, I'm big into using desiccated liver tablets. Mm-hmm. We do not make those, but there's a really good one made by Beverly International. I highly recommend. Um so I will do a bunch of those around the workout. And then I will eat dinner. And I pretty much eat whatever I want. Uh, as long as it's healthy food. I'm not talking like low fat, but like I, I just like whole foods. I like real food. Yeah. So as long as I can get some real like non-processed food, um, I'll do that. I'll literally do a couple meals in the evening, high-calorie meals. And then that's about it. And sometimes I'll have a few snacks before I go to bed. And then my training is mostly just, you know, I do high-intensity circuit training. I actually kind of stepped away. I don't really do any sort of like bodybuilding or powerlifting or any of those methodologies. I love to hike. Mm-hmm. I love to do cardio, I like to doing yoga, stuff like that. Play some sports and have a good time, you know? No, I totally understand. You mentioned the green supplements. I've I've gone back and forth on this, man, because I feel like I'm I'm in the this echo chamber of, you know, hardcore devout carnivores who are just preaching that, you know, there's that vegetables are just anti nutrients. And I get that there is definitely some research that indicates that may be the case. But I also feel like there are some inherent benefits to certain vegetables and greens. So, like, with that said, what, uh, like, is there a particular brand that you use and recommend? What What's in their formula that makes it effective? Like, what are you noticing when you do this? Like, just kind of give me some insight on that. Um, there are a few brands, I think, that are, that are pretty good. Um, I think any major brand that if you just went to like a Whole Foods, like, if you got things like Amazing Grass or you got things like even – uh, Garden of Life or um, Barleyans makes pretty good greens. I mean, there's a few out there. I don't do not really have one that I think is amazing. Um, 
but I do take mine with chlorophyll. I actually get sun chlorella, which is like cracked wall mm-hmm. organic chlorella. And I will take that. And that's really a lot of my main source of greens. Chlorella is an amazing natural food source. It is unbelievable. The, the enzymes, the amino acids that naturally occur from it, I highly, highly recommend it. So um, I do believe in taking a scoop of greens, just any quality one. Make sure it's high in chlorophyll too. There's not too many ingredients in it. And then I would also um, stack that with uh, using actual whole chlorophyll tablets, maybe around 10 to 30 of those, depending on your size or where you're at. And then I would do a probiotic. I'm very picky about probiotics. Um, I always recommend getting them refrigerated, back of the refrigerator, only certain brands. I like Megafoods brand. I like a few other brands, but really high-grade one. Do you ever like make your own yogurt or anything like that? I do not, no. I do not. There are some, uh, there's actually a product called BioK, um, which is actually like a little yogurt pot where they've cultured it to the point where like the probiotics in it are naturally extremely high. That is an unbelievable product. It's also unbelievably fucking expensive. Yeah. So you guys can try that if you see a product called BioK. It's ex- excellent if you have like actual like candida or yeast issues or immune system disorder or any of that type of stuff. But um, that's a really great product too. I do not ever get into like making my own yogurts now. Yeah, I haven't pulled the trigger on that myself. It's just, it seems like a like a time-consuming task, although people that do it say that it's super easy. So I might have to dive into that world at some point, but have not yet. Yeah, yeah, people do. I mean, people brew their own beer, make their own wine. You know, yeah. you can do it. I don't know if it's much better than some of these. I mean, it's probably a little bit better, but it's a lot of work. You know, if you want to do that, I think by all means, it's a different form of botany, you know? Totally, totally. Well, awesome, Jason. I know you're a busy guy, man. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I guess let's just conclude with what's on the horizon for you. You've talked a little bit about that that product. We don't have to dive into that, but just on a macro level with you, the business, everything you're working on and towards, like what, what's got you excited, man? Yeah, we've got some really, really cool shit going on right now. So right now, guys, definitely check out the website. It's called theultrahuman.net, theultrahuman.net. I did set up a code for you guys, for you guys too, by the way. Um, Robert, so it's Keto Savage. This is just something we did. Robert did not ask for this, actually. I just wanted to do it. So if you want to use the code Keto Savage, you guys can check any products and purchase them, 10% off and free shipping, which is uh, no minimums on it, which is great. And then as far as what we're working on in the future, you will see the new product coming out. It's going to revolutionize our entire industry when it comes to performance enhancement. There is nothing out there like it that can boost cognitive function, um, and just sort of take your entire body and mind to a whole other level holistically and naturally. Um, when I say to another level, it is sort of like taking us back to where we originally are supposed to be functioning, which is optimally. So that's on the horizon. And then on top of that, we do obviously have the CBDs. Check those out and check out the Cubby Bear CBDs as well if you're in the market. If you have any questions, you can certainly email me direct. Uh, I'm going to leave my email on the show. It's jason at jason deer.com that's jason at jason d-h-i-r.com or you can also uh message us through the server as well and uh we're excited about a couple of other things too robert um we have a philanthropic program we're in the middle of launching right now which is our top server profits program so the entire ultra human brand is really going to more towards a more of a global contribution program um where we're donating money to certain organizations and everything's full transparency that's in the midst of coming up and then um, we're also building some forums and uh, sort of chat rooms and things like that where other like minds can communicate and converse, uh, whether it's performance enhancement or we want to talk about life or ayahuasca or consciousness or whatever you guys want to talk about. So 
there's a there's a lot we can offer and uh, we can contribute and we really want to leave a legacy in this world uh, to humankind. I love it, man. I, I appreciate and respect that more than you know. I feel like you have to live a life that is, you know, live to, to benefit the whole, you know, add more value than you take. I preach that message all the time and I feel like you're definitely doing that. I mean, just at that conference and that, that short time I, I met you there, like you had a line of people asking you questions. You had a busy schedule. You had a flight you had to catch and you were taking time to answer every single one of them. And like that kind of stuff that stands out, man, like taking the time to help your fellow human being that, that means a lot. It's just about being legit and being real. Um, yeah, that was a pretty amazing event there. I, I want to give a shout out to Adam, by the way, with million pound mission for putting that thing together. It was amazing. I, you and I obviously met there. So there was a lot of good networking, but, um, no, it's just shooting people straight. Like, this is the deal. This is why we take stuff. This is what you need, what you don't need. And let's not beat around the bush. You know, my industry's done a lot for me and return. And people have done a lot for me. And my, in return, I, I never ever want to sort of tell a white lie about a product or anything like that. We're very transparent. We just shoot people straight and want to enhance people's lives. So, you know, we're the real deal, whether it's, uh, whether it's my company, Ultra Human, or just me or any of my staff uh, that work, shout out to them. They do such a good job of working with the brand and, we all aim to uh, to be here for you in whatever capacity can uh, support you and enhance you or your family's lives. I love it, man. I love it. Well, seven weeks when you potentially launch that new product, that's going to be right during my uh, getting close to my peak week for competition. I'm going to have to be a guinea pig there and see if it makes an impact. That's fantastic, dude. We'll, uh, we'll definitely send you one. And uh, we won't tell you anything about it, but we'll just send you one. <laughs> when it comes out, you, can, you can take a look. But uh, it's my pride and joy. We're really putting all our eggs in. I really think that it's uh, it's the future of everything. Awesome. It's going to definitely take off and rocks the world, man. I love it. I love it. Well, Jason, like I said, man, I really appreciate the time. I respect you as a person and keep killing it, brother. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Great guys for tuning in. I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. And like I said, message me, Jason at jasondeer.com if you have any questions. Uh, feel free to use Keto Savage if you want to purchase any products. If you just want some samples of some towel or something like that, just message me. I'll send them to you uh, if you're a friend of Robert's. You're a friend of mine. Awesome. And I'll link out to, to your site too, make it easier for people to find you, man. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank I you. I appreciate it.